Welcome to St James Bible Bites. This podcast was recorded at our online reflective prayer, which takes place each Monday and Wednesday at 9.15. The full recording can be found on our Facebook page. Today our reflection is from the Reverend Fabian Verts entitled, Be Ready. So we're reading from the first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, and we are in the story of Noah. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw that the earth was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted its ways upon the earth. And God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. Now I'm going to destroy them along with the earth. Make yourself an ark of cypress wood, Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. This is how you are to make it. The length of the ark, 300 cubits. Its width, 50 cubits. And its height, 30 cubits. Make a, make a, yeah. okay. make a roof for the ark and finish it to a cubit above and put the door of the ark in its side. Make it with lower, second and third decks. For my part, I'm going to bring a flood of waters on the earth to destroy from under the heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die. But I will establish my covenant with you and you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your son's wives with you, with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every kind into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds according to their kinds, and of the animals according to their kinds, of every creeping thing of the ground according to its kind. Two of every kind shall come to you to keep them alive. Also, take with you every kind of food that is eaten and store it up, and it shall serve as food for you and for them. Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. Then the Lord said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and all your household, For I have seen that you alone are righteous before me in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of all clean animals, the male and its mate, and a pair of the animals that are not clean, the male and its mate, and seven pairs of the birds of the air also, male and female, to keep their kind alive on the face of all the earth. For in seven days I will send rain on the earth for forty days and forty nights, And every living thing that I have made, I will blot out from the face of the ground. And Noah did all that the Lord had commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters came on the earth. And Noah, with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives, went into the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Of clean animals and of animals that are not clean and of birds and everything that creeps on the ground, Two and two, male and female, went into the ark with Noah, as God had commanded Noah. And after seven days, the water of the flood came on the earth. 
you very much for that reading. And then our second reading is taking from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24. Jesus left the temple and was walking away when the disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. Do you see all these things, he asked. I tell you the truth, not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. As Jesus was walking on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Christ and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumours of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginnings of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to, to be persecuted and to be put to death and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, and he who stands firm to the end will be saved, and his gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Thank you very much, um, Leslie, and thank you very much for um, Marilyn and Lynn for the readings. Um, it's always daunting to, I think, for me um, as a vicar and as a teacher to have to speak about those passages that uh, linked to uh, what we could call the end time or when is uh, Jesus coming back. Um, it is a core uh, belief of the Christian faith that Jesus, who is now in the presence of God, who rose from the dead and ascended, um, will also come back. Um, it's in our creed and, and it's uh, the, uh, at the heart of our faith. Um, but when? is the question that will come and are those texts telling us that with current event troublesome events that we see time and time again you open uh, your um, news feed or you watch tv and most of what we hear uh, about conflicts uh, sufferings um, we have this week uh, last week the uh, escalation that seems to be with um, yemen and we know the uh, events that are happening in Iceland with um, 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 not earthquake, but um, that kind of uh, the um, lava that's then spilling uh, outside uh, a town. And it seems it's um, ongoing sufferings and difficulties. And of course, closer to home, we're not at war, but uh, we have the reality of cost of living and the difficulties and mental health and um, it's kind of ongoing. And so we read those passages with this kind of background and glasses. Um, but those are the main questions. When? 
that's the disciples also they they were not expecting that kind of conversation they were showing jesus the temple um the heart of their religious faith and uh, jesus then tells them well you see that um not one stone will be left upon another all will be thrown down and that would have thrown them um back they, they would have been shocked um, and it's difficult for us to understand it's really it's the heart of of their life their religious life but also their civic life um courts were also uh taking place there uh was the heart of their um, um, um political um, reality it is a bit like saying whatever in london represent uh, politics and economics would be destroyed we would think this is the end of england this is the end of our life this is the end of our world and so of course they ask well tell us when will this happen what will be the sign and here again is i think a key word what will be the sign because you would think well if the temple is destroyed it's quite a sign enough um and jesus answer and doesn't answer the question i think what jesus says is it's not really about the sign or when but it's about being ready and so he speaks about being ready to be beware to um, um to be mindful to be ready and he gives uh, i would say about four or five areas of readiness first he says uh, don't let yourself being led astray um, there will be many false authorities, many teaching that will um, try to make people, um, lead people in wrong directions, false promises of lights or happiness, of, of way to, um, to be in, in a place of safety. The second one is don't be alarmed. Don't let um, the realities of the world um, alarm you in such a way that um that's all you think about and i think for me maybe that's at the moment the most helpful it's not to deny the reality of course um it's painful to see and it's to pray about it and to come to god um, but being alarmed is making yourself um, um in, in a place where you don't live anymore and that's not god's desire even in our first story with noah God tells him, I'm about to destroy um, the world because of its wickedness. But if you read the story, it's a story of work. God give Noah work to do. He has to be busy. And his work is a witness to all the people that, um, that are living lives that are um, displeasing God. It must have been taking years for Noah. And in the film, there are few films of Noah. Um, some of them shows that very well, that actually every plank, every nail that he hits, every time he builds that ark is a witness to the world that something is about to happen. And um, a testimony for them that time is still on, you know, on their side to make a change. And I think that's what the church should be. We should be passionate about the gospel, passionate about sharing our faith, passionate about wanting other people to discover that there is good news that there is time for people to turn to god and to experience real life life in all its fullness 
So don't be led astray. Don't be alarmed. Don't allow those to um, take away the joy and the strength that God wants to give you to be active in his service. And the third, don't be surprised that uh, life might be difficult as a Christian. Maybe for us, uh, physically, physical persecution are not a reality. But sometimes when, when you turn and you become a Christian, um, difficulties happen in families. They don't understand or they might uh, try to be quite negative uh, at work. Um, and, um, and sometimes our thoughts and ideas are uh, kind of put down as silly. But in other places, persecutions, being in prison, suffering for your faith, even death is a great reality. And then fourth, and uh, that there will be false teaching, even within uh, the place of faith. And so just be aware, continue to be aware, even as Christian, not to be led astray. And to keep our love alive, because it says in many parts, uh, love will grow cold. So how do we, as a church, as a community of faith, keep that alive? I like to finish like linking with the first passage because actually the reading and the story of Noah is key also to that question when. There is another passage, another saying that Jesus said about the end of the world or the end of our world. Um, and he links it to Noah's story. He said, but as the day of Noah, where so shall also come, so also the coming of the son of man be or the return of Jesus for us in the days they were before the floods they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away so shall also the coming of the son of man be and so there is uh, here an element of surprise Actually, people were living their life as they liked. Uh, they were marrying, they were eating, they were having fun, and then the day came. So with the question of when, I think what Jesus in our passage says is not very much when, because it will happen. But are you ready? Are you prepared? Do not let yourself be led astray. Don't be alarmed by the reality of life, wars and rumors of wars. Um, those are a part of our world at the moment, a world that is broken and violent. And don't be uh, surprised that when you follow me, uh, time might be difficult as faithful uh, followers of Jesus, uh, even persecution and even death. And keep your love, your love for God, and your love for others alive and well. I think that's a more helpful message for me as I see the news around me, not to um, let kind of deny the reality of the suffering around, but to actually find myself asking the question, well, what is the work God is asking me within that reality so that I and the church I'm leading can truly be the best witness we can in the time we have been given to tell people about God's good news and about God's love and God's desire um, to bring about healing and wholeness. 
And so that's the end also of this passage. And this good news, despite all that was going to happen, wars and rumors of wars and pain, and this good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the world as a testimony to all the nations. And then the end will come. So let's pray that in our own community and in our own life, we will be faithful. We will be working, proclaiming the good news in words and in actions, in ways that are individuals and particular to our context. But um, let's uh, take those words and these encouragement uh, to grow, as we will see this coming Sunday, to grow as a followers of Jesus and to participate in the life of his spirit. So let's pray for the day, the day and its task, for the world and its needs, and for the church and our life. And there's a few other items there you might want to pray this morning. Jesus, your words are true and your words are important. And you know how in one way I find difficult to think about your coming back. And as I realize the world I live in, relatively safe at the moment in the comfort of my room. And I know that I can take the car, I can go, I can have sport and fun. I can meet friends today without fearing losing my life. And yet at the same time, so I turn on the TV and I see this is not the case in many other places in uh, your world. Lord, I pray and we pray that the pictures we see, we, they won't become, um, I don't know the words, but um, um, that our, our, our love will not grow cold for that reality, that um, the pain of the violence and the suffering um, will bring them in prayer the best we can. But also that we will not let them burden ourselves beyond your desires and that we will still see the work that's uh, for us to do in our reality in our context and teach us to be faithful faithful in being witness in words and action whenever we can to walk with you as noah walked with you in sometimes the mundane of for him was building an ark in building whatever you call us to do. For more Bible Bite podcasts, simply visit our website www.stjamestaunton.co.uk and click on resources. Thank you for listening and may God be with you today.